Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 333. Man, that's the first one all week I've gotten right, by the way. First one all week. I've fucked up every entry so far this week, even to the point where the guests at the end of their soundbite still had it wrong because I had everything labeled wrong and I said it wrong. But the, tonight, Friday night, I got it right. Hopefully you guys are having an amazing weekend. I've got a great guest with us. You've seen him around chat and now you're going to get a chance to meet him tonight. Mole Vision 420, you want to tell us how you're doing and where we can find you tonight, sir? I'm doing pretty good tonight. How are you all doing tonight, man? Just sitting here chilling like a villain. I don't know. Nice, nice, nice. Glad to have you here tonight, man. It seems like you got a little bit of a lag, but yeah, I think I think it's lagging a little bit. So, what are you smoking? I know you you said you didn't know what you were smoking on tonight. My caregiver didn't wasn't even sure what what she grabbed me. <laughs> it don't matter. It's all good. <laughs> well, un- unfortunately, I can feel that. I've done that unfortunately a few times myself. Gotten there and what? Yeah, she does all the stuff in the bag or whatever. What is it, this? Ah, shit. It's just her and her husband that does it. So. uh their their order, so they uh, mislabel shit all the time. <laughs> but it's all right. It all it, it it's all for medical use, so it's all good. So we might as well dive in, right? Like we usually do. When was your first time? When was your first? experience oh, with man. this cannabis plant. It's probably in the fifth grade, beginning of sixth grade. I was uh using the uh garage door rails as a monkey bars. And when I jumped off of it, a whole bunch of old roaches come out the rail all over all over all over the garage floor. And I was like, what the heck are these? My cousin's like, some are my dad's roaches. I'm like, what what the heck do you do with them? They can put them in a pipe and smoke them. It's like, well, let's get her done. <laughs> and after that, man, I never stopped. Nice. So did you get high that first time? A lot of people say they don't they don't get high that first time. Was that you? It wasn't I didn't really feel like I was high when I was with my cousin. But then on the walk home, it was like, whoa. Felt like it took me fucking twice as long to get home than what it normally does. <laughs> so did you find it, was it a pleasurable experience? I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've always that young, it's kind of hard to really tell. Nice. So it but at five it it's I heard you say it's I never stopped but it's hard it's hard to keep it rolling at five. <laughs> How long before it kind of came like a you know a regular deal? Uh, probably when I was 
uh, seventh grade. Yeah, it was like the end of fifth grade, I think. It could have been the end of sixth grade. I'm not real exactly real sure. It was somewhere, somewhere in there. But then we didn't we didn't have nothing to smoke it with, and so we just used a pop can. Then the next day, my cousin come home from shop class because he was in seventh grade, he, and uh, he was uh, taking woodworking. He come come back looking with this like sailboat looking thing. Uh, excuse me, type looking thing, man. Uh, the top of it where we put the roaches at looked like kind of like a like a one hitter. Went into like this wooden base that looked like a bottom of a sailboat, man. <laughs> then we smoked the rest of the roaches out of it. Then uh, I think the probably the third or fourth time met some kids uh, up at a nearby park. In another town, well, all the towns around me are pretty small. And uh, buddy had some uh, flour, and uh, we didn't have no papers. And uh, he pulled out his Bible and used one of them uh, just blank Bible papers. That was a, a little interesting uh, little event there. <laughs> Cheers. I bet. Cheers to you, my friend. Cheers to you. You know, sadly, that is not the first time I have heard that somebody rolled. I have never done it personally, but I've heard few people say they've used that sheet for a paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've used them multiple times. <laughs> So it's funny that you mentioned the the not being able to have nothing to roll it with in the pipe there, because I kind of had like a similar similar experience there. But at, at the point there, I could I could find things to roll, but uh, my what was it freshman freshman year shop class, they uh, handed out a block of wood. You had that a semester to do something with that block of wood. And I sat there, I'd come in stone like every day. And I just, I spent the whole semester whittling a, a long <laughs> pipe out of it. <laughs> and that's what I oh, ended yeah. up turning in at the end of the year was a long fucking pipe that I had right carved on. and end up smoking out of at the end of the semester there. But he yeah, just I looked at me like, Ugh. I didn't get to take shop class. They took it out. Out of, out of my school before I was able to get to it. Kind of pissed me off. Yeah, that but does no. suck, man. That's something that it's a it's something that a lot of kids could use, man. It's a lot of oh, I think it ought to be a, carries well, through life. Yeah, I think uh, kids ought to start doing it around like eight in six, after sixth grade or something. Getting something career mode. So, uh, where uh, do you remember the strains? At one point, do you remember like actually getting strains that you remember? You know what I mean? It wasn't just brick weed or oh, when, did, probably, when did the goods come into the picture? Probably about the mid 90s when I was uh, 
football and uh, this uh, Ohio local jam band around called Acoustic Hookah. We was, we was getting Acoustic shipped from D.C., Canada. What's the band like? Acoustic Hookah? That's, a, that's an interesting name. Have you ever heard of Fish? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's kind, it's kind of similar to them, a little different, but it's like a jam band like them. Nice, nice. You, you usually play like weekend shows. Well, a fish concert would definitely be a, a good opportunity to score some good buds. So I could see, I could see it carrying over to the hookah band there, <laughs> finding some good herb at one of them shows. Oh yeah, yeah I haven't been one in a while since my son's been born, but I've only been able to go to a few of them. But I'd like to hit another one. He's getting a little older. I'll be able to take him with me. Yeah, it's you, uh, uh, it's you nice usually got, you can actually you usually got spots where you can take RVs or you can pop up a tent. That makes it a good time there when you can uh, relax a little bit further. Yeah, usually you always run into a handful of people that you've met every years and stuff. Always a good time. It's always at a different venue. So, They're never usually at the same spot. But uh, one of the real big famous places they go to is uh, called Nelson Ledges up by uh, Cleveland, Ohio. It's an old stone quarry. That'd be cool. You can it sounds canoe. like a cool place. You can go canoeing in the, in the quarry. That sounds like a great place to see a show right there. Yeah, if you don't, uh, the main stage is usually right on the beach, too. It's real nice. Like beach volleyball and stuff down there. Man, I hope we, we can get back to seeing some shows this year. Man, I'd love to see some shows right? this year. I, I have myself, but I had uh, some friends. They've had uh, last year or about a year and a half ago, they spent about seven, eight hundred dollars on concert tickets and all of them got canceled. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what happens in an instant like that? Do they just like postpone your ticket? Do you get a refund? You know, I owe you. Some some of them's been postponed, and some of them is just like still in limbo. They, they ain't even real sure if they're going to reimburse the people back or not. It's crazy. It's crazy. Well, it seems like this year, you know, every so far anyway, it seems like things are a go on a lot of events. Man, people right. are definitely planning a lot of stuff. So, hopefully, hopefully, right. Yeah, uh, I got a a pat or a ticket to go to uh, that uh, Canvas Cup there in Detroit coming up in April. Hope that don't get canceled. Cannabis, oh, they're having one in April. 
Yeah, yeah. I can't remember who's uh, what venue it's at or who's hosting it. Oh, that is that's got to be if it's in April, it's got to be the Hash Bash Cup. Probably, I would think in Ann Arbor. No, it's in Detroit. It's in Detroit. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't heard of that one yet. I talked. I talked to other people about it. They said they haven't heard about it either. Uh, I'm trying to think even uh, what uh, ticket place uh, sent me the the invite on it. Is it a high times event? No. No. I can't. Man, it's gonna piss me off. I can't remember who in the hell uh, is doing it. Don't don't let it piss you off. I'm looking forward to it. I, you know, that's that's one. It's crazy. One, I'd like to promote it. Two, I might want to go. But man, April's packed already. Man, I can't believe it. I things came around so quick, and last year we couldn't do nothing. And I did the 420 event. This year we might be able to do something. And I thought about like doing something on 420, and then I thought, fuck. I'm going to probably have to do a fucking another 420 event. So I might be here on 420 again, doing the same thing I did last year. But, you know, there is some on like 417. There's a couple of events, 417 here. I've heard the hash bash is a go for 43. Yeah. You know, so I might have to make it up hopefully. there for that. I have never been to any campus uh, uh, event. I've been to some expos here in Ohio, but they're lame it's just all talk more or less you can't even smoke there here on Ohio the only thing thing we can do is vape really yeah you gotta vape the flower and everything wow you just don't realize how sometimes how uh, different it can be from state to state to be honest yeah it's ridiculous. That's why I go north so, to buy my medical products. Do you? Ha- is it medical there in Ohio? Do you have? So you have a car? Yeah, that's all it is here in Ohio. Is just straight medical. Then uh, that's good. It's then there's only a lot of people come up from them from like Ohio and stuff and come to these events and sometimes they don't have the medical card. And they like have to like hang out in like a general area, like a general mission area, right? For like wreck. So it's nice that you're you've already you're ahead of the game. You can actually <laughs> come in the medical tents and stuff. So heck yeah, yeah. Ain't nothing holding I've had back my from I think about three years now. Nice, nice. But, uh, yeah, I hope uh, you do. I hope I see, catch you at some of these events this uh, this year. Here in Ohio, the the state pretty much runs everything. There's only like so many, like a handful of people that's even producing the products, and only a handful of stores that's even open. It's like if, if well, you got to be a big corporation and have millions of dollars, or you ain't even going to be in the business here in Ohio. Yeah, I remember that's the way it was the first time it was on the ballot, but I was kind of hoping that uh, they had changed some of that when it 
you know, actually came into legalization there. But it sounds we, like big, big business still end up winning there, huh? Yeah, we, we was voting on it. Then uh, all this COVID bull crap, uh, they postponed it. Or uh, excuse me, they extended it to get the votes. Then they told everybody we couldn't go out and get the votes. Then they stopped it. It was a messed up deal That's, there. Yeah, that is a messed up deal. So, are you guys able to cultivate there? Are you guys able to grow nope. your own there? Nope, not at all, man. It is decriminalized. But, yeah. Who, you know what I mean? Who really wants to take a risk? And what the risk is, I guess. Right. If it's a misdemeanor, I guess I would, uh, you know, they do criminalize it and it would be a misdemeanor, I think I would give her a call. I know here in Michigan, and again, I'm not, I'm not advising anybody to do this by any means, but you, you know, you're able to grow your 12 rack. You know what I mean? Every house gets 12 rack. But I found out what's the difference between like 12 and 24. You know what I mean? If you get caught or whatever, if you're over. Right. Misdemeanor, $200 fine. Yeah. Like, I really haven't read that. Kind of worth it. Read all the law. <laughs> right. Yeah. That, that would be. <laughs> But uh, I, I probably would if I wouldn't have a, a, a bad criminal record. I'm, already, I, I'm a felon, so I don't want to take any risk, lose my son or anything. That's, that's now, now I'm still I, now I'm still in the middle of a damn custody battle. Right now, uh, I have a temporary full custody of my son. That's awesome, buddy. That's awesome. Thank you. So how long have you been growing, man? 20 long years. It's actually not. I was thinking about it when I was talking to uh, the gentleman last night that said uh, about 13 that I was realizing that it's a little bit over now, 20. A little bit right over on, now, man. 20. Right on. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't turn back. I wouldn't turn back. To be honest with you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember I mean. telling my buddy's, my buddy's wife there, once these lights come, I'm never fucking giving this shit up. <laughs> You're gonna have to pry these <laughs> oh, lights yeah. out of my cold dead hands. <laughs> yeah, I know. A true to my word, I've never quit. Man. Who do you know up here? We've got a bunch of good growers up here. Shout them out, brother, if they don't mind. If you don't mind, they don't, they don't want me to. I I asked them, but they don't want me to. Ah, fair enough on that as well. Fair enough on that as well. So what what are you what are you usually been able to get? I know tonight that. Uh, it was a random grab, but uh, what are the strange that you're usually able to get there? Uh, 
Lemon Hayes, White Rhino, uh, Bruce Banner, uh, Black Sugar, Tropic Thunder, all kinds of stuff, man. A little variety. Do you, have a, do you have a favorite? Well, no, not really. If it gets the job done, it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that uh, as long man, as it ain't dry. I guess I agree with that too. Yeah, I put, so, I put, yeah, I put buying them pre rolls at the dispos because uh, that's all it is. Dry shape. Oh man, it is rough. You would think that you know, <laughs> right? even as legalization pushes on, that the quality of a pre-roll would be quality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nowadays, they like say here in Michigan, we've been we've been doing it now for what twelve plus years, 13, 14 years, anyways. Yeah. You would think you'd roll up in a dispo and you'd be able to get a quality one. I've yet. Yet nope. to come out of one with a quality pre-roll. It's like every time I'm like completely disappointed. It's like, man, how how penny pinching do you really need to be with this? I mean, you're already blowing most of your trim and shit for fucking, you know, right. extracts, which yeah. is like basically picking money up off the floor. You know what I mean? Yep. When you start yep. utilizing waste products and making products out of it, that's bonus in my mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why would you just deal out shit for pre-rolls? By the way, and that's the other thing I they should realize is, by the way, your name's on that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so when I roll away smoking shit, I'm thinking your name as I'm puffing on this fucking thing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I think a lot of it is uh, there was too much regulation on all of them. You think so? You think so? Yeah. Sitting on the shelf here and there, going indoor, outdoor, you know, different uh, climates all the time. I'm definitely with you on that. That's for sure. Uh, packaging is one, you know, I for one, packaging, I don't really trust the packaging. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. necessarily. Yeah, I don't believe in storage. Tight. You know, and that's another thing that you've kind of, I've been worried about myself, like transferring up into a micro uh, license or even taking my product to a processor i'm i'm worried about if they'll keep my branding and if they do keep it how are they going to treat it after they've got it you know what right. i mean just like we're yeah. saying how many, how long will it sit right. out before it gets it. broke up into eights or whatever you know then your name gets and again yeah, just like I was saying, as they pull off, I don't want my, you know, them be looking at my joint going, this is shit, you know what I mean? Because it sat out on a table for a week getting broke up. <laughs> then it took another fucking month or two to get fucking, you know, dispersed around from area to area. Yeah, it's a big chance you take with the processing, that's for sure. Yeah, there's too many people's hands in it, I think.
So how is, what is your favorite ingestion method? Are you still, uh, do you still, still prefer to sit down and smoke a joint? You oh yeah. Bong? Do you, are you yeah, ever? I'd rather smoke a joint, but, uh, lately I've been, uh, dabbing a lot. I got this, uh, little pen here. It's called the Turp pen. I can't remember what, what company made it. You just, you just stick it down in your, uh, little puck. They ain't got no button. You just draw off of it. Cheers. Cheers, man. Yeah, I guess that's perfect for you guys down there. Is if all you can do is vape, then extracting the pen's not necessarily a bad route to go, huh? Uh-uh. Nice and handy, convenient. I, I, I really don't like the flavor of vape, vape and flour. That's my opinion. I'm not a fan either of that popcorn I, I, I've had probably five or six 200 plus dollar vaporizers and didn't like the flavor out of any of them. Yeah, I have to agree there. I have to agree. I would have I'm gonna back vape. If I was able to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the worst one I ever bought like that was it was called a weed blunt or electric blunt. And it was, you know, about that big and you put flour in the end of it. You're supposed to be able to pass it around, I think. Oh, it just tastes like popcorn, man. You could fill yeah. it and it had like a little stir at the bottom. But it just tasted like shit. You know what I mean? It was, and even at that, it wasn't discreet. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you were taking it out in public back then. I mean, this thing was like a fucking flashlight back in the day. Yeah. It was far from discreet. It wasn't. First vaporizer I bought was the Volcano with the bags. It did have a a little whip hose you could use instead of uh, using the bags. but it's still, I didn't like like the flavor out of any of it. It didn't matter what strand you put in it. And then at that point, when it's like that, it's like, why are you paying top dollar for some good, super terpy weed when it's not transferring through? Yeah. You know what right. I mean? You're not taking a big hit of blueberry off the bag or whatever. Yep. You know what I mean? It's. Uh, so, uh, do you do you prefer edibles? Can you guys no edibles, no nothing, just yeah, straight vape? Yeah, we. You could buy flour. You just gotta uh, vaporize it. You can't put a, a open flame to it. Really? <laughs> yeah, you can't put it. Can't put it in a paper or a fucking bong or fucking pipe. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you can only put it in a vaporizer. But yeah, we can get uh, edibles. I've only been to uh, two Ohio stores and only purchased once of one of them. They don't they don't even sell us the true eight here. It's only two point eight five or eight three grams. And it's Who's usually making more. making up these rules down there? I don't know, man. I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but uh, and and they're usually at least forty dollars. Or more. 
It's like I can I could drive 40 minutes and be in Michigan and get it for that, you know, and it'd be the real deal, you know what I mean? Or the real weight. So are they weighing the container in there with that or what? That's some shyster shit. No, that's just a, <laughs> uh, that's just a flower weight. That's crazy. That's not an eighth by anybody's standard. Oh hell no. They call it the Ohio eight. Is the Ohio it doesn't sound like the Ohio eight's any cheaper. It's not. That's what kind of idiots we got we got running the state down here, man. <laughs> That's the craziest shit I've ever heard. Yeah. It's crazy. Huh. I'm glad Michigan will take care of you. <laughs> right. I'm glad glad we're taking care of you up here anyways. I've had a switch to so have you, different Have doctor. you ever thought about making the switch or are you gonna wait to see if Ohio comes through someday? Uh if I get full custody next month, I'm ready to sell my house yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, come on up, man. Plenty of nice spots here in Michigan, man. Yeah, you actually, I'm, you'd be. How, you well, you can't grow now. You can be able to double up right off the bat. You'd be able to go right twenty-four. You can score your medical card and then be able to carry your rack too. So twenty-four, just crossing the line. Fuck yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> you. You you cross the line, be able to grow your twenty four. I'll hook you up with some beans, brother. I'll get you started. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I'd appreciate that, dude. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'd like to see everybody growing. Everybody should be growing. I can't believe that they won't we let should. you grow down there. I'm afraid that as legalization pushes forward, they're going to be. That's going to be the first grab. The first grab, which will be stupid. My opinion, I think Ohio is going to be one of the last states. Really? Yeah. Not a fan of Ohio right now. <laughs> Not a fan of Ohio right now. Sure, it's a beautiful <laughs> state, but when they cannabis laws like that. Right. The uh, the five growers, growers I know live up there in Michigan, uh, they're all from Ohio. I don't blame them. <laughs> I don't blame them. It's funny that uh, a lot of the growers that I've talked to that have made the pilgrimage from Florida, yeah. North Carolina, you know, everywhere, just to be able to come and grow. I, you know, it says a lot about the passion they have to come. Yeah. You know, drop everything, come grow some good, fine cannabis. It's honestly been so long now here that, uh, well, I've been doing it so long illegally and then legally that uh, man, I just couldn't imagine. I just couldn't imagine life without life without it anymore. Yeah, it would be totally different, I'm sure. What's your thoughts on uh, Steva Indica and uh, Rudy Ellison? My thoughts well, on it, it's just a geo-locator. 
and has nothing to do with the effects of a Pacific stream. Well, I it could be you might be on to something along that lines. Because one mean, of my friends, uh, they, wife's telling me she couldn't smoke anything because it always made her fall asleep. It's like I smoke some Stevens and I'm out on my couch. <laughs> Yeah, some well, some are like that. Some can be racy. I know, uh, and some strains like that are super racy, super fuely for me. Uh, one can be very energetic, and I can get a lot of stuff done. Have, but if I double up, go for that second one, I'm down for the count. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I think there's a fine line there with some of them sativas, you know. Hell, we were talking about the, the Manje Delight there. That's uh, the, the sativa leaner on that side actually being so strong and racy that, you know, it can actually make you shit yourself. But some of them are like that. I've seen some sativas that are That'd so heavy, heady I'll that be, people just that. puke. <laughs> and I've actually had a couple of those myself take one hit and just hit it my head so quick that I just had to fucking puke one time. You come out of the bathroom your buddies be all laughing at you. Y'all right? Fuck yeah, let me hit that shit again. It just hit me very <laughs> quick. <laughs> just hit me fast and hard. That's alright. I'm good now. I'm good. I was at one but, of the hoops yeah. down in uh, Columbus and uh, ran into this cat and uh, they was supposedly growing uh, this uh, Lemon G. That was, that was some pretty fire shit. I have I haven't ever seen or heard of it since then. That was probably back in two thousand one. Lemons went around here for oof, guys, a long time. It was like five years ago. It seemed like everything had lemon in it around here. Lemon, 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 which was a nice break, but it was like it seemed to give it too much lemon at one point. Right. Right, I like a, I like a big variety myself. I don't like get stuck with one specific strain. It's good to have the mix. That's for sure. It's definitely good to have the mix. Boy, it's bummer that you guys have only got a couple of dispos down there. Boy, when one of the nice things when the bug getting legal was being able to run around town and show that card and. Oh, I'm a new one. Yeah, that first day I got my car. Uh, me and a buddy, we got a car together, and uh, we made a uh, weekend trip up there to Detroit. <laughs> we, hit, we probably hit 30, 40 shots. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Look, Green Thirteen was on last night, and he was showing off his card. You know what I mean? And uh, we, we didn't I spend didn't a whole say- bunch of money at one shop. We, you know, twenty, thirty bucks here and there, but every shop you got. Went to being being new there at the store. Always got a nice little goodie pack. Yep, 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 yep. That's yeah. That's what I'm talking about right there. I still do it. I still do it to this day. If I'm fucking like new to an area, you know what I mean. See a dispo right around. Yep, this is my first time here. What you guys got? Oh, this is your first time. Yeah, yep. free pre-roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I 
rarely seldom uh, buy any flour at the stores, but uh, I usually I get my concentration carts there. But uh, uh, Gage there in Adrian, they have like a I don't know like a point system. That's pretty nice. You spend so much money, you get end up getting free shit. Well, that's the way it should be, to be honest with you. And price has to be a fucking factor, I would think, from Ohio to Michigan. What's it, what's the prices like from one to the other? I, I know you said you've only been in there a couple of times, but do you, get, like, uh, do you have, like, a price comparative? To get a cart here, you're, you're probably looking at $70 on the low end. For a grand? Yep. Yeah, seems pricey. Now, I, I usually pricey. Uh, I usually get the platinum vape there at uh, Gage for uh, four for ninety five. There you go. <laughs> yeah, it's more a little bit more fair price there, <laughs> right? <laughs> it, and uh, it's, to, to go to Adrian, it's like another twenty five more minutes drive for me because the closest store to me is forty five minute drive. Yeah, it's been. It seems like it'd be worth the gas. Yeah, just worth the gas to go. Totally. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. So, man, I really hope to see you be able. To, man, I hope things change really quick there. I hate to see anybody not being able to grow still this day and age. Yeah, I can't believe they'd even voted in without. Right. I'm glad I got friends that was smart and moved moved up north. Well, hopefully you'll be joining the crowd here real soon. I already 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 did it if I wouldn't had so much money tied up in goddamn lawyer. It happens. So, I know I asked you this before, and you said you didn't really. Well, I guess I asked you which one was your favorite strain, but do you have a favorite uh, turp profile that you enjoy? Is it fruits, gas? Uh, some cheese and uh, some diesel. Good choices, good choices. Definitely like some cheese. Uh, the, uh, the last real good cheese I had was, it was uh, UK cheese. That's good for a lot of pain. That's good pain strain right there, the UK strain. Yeah. That's what I usually uh, shoot for. Uh, back to the end of the 2017, I had uh, the 6th and 7th uh, vertebrae in my neck infused. How? Well, they said they said I broke it from uh, somehow. I'm not even real exactly sure because I've uh, when I was 16, I got hit by a semi. Then uh, probably 21, I was in the back seat of my uh, sister-in-law's Camaro, and my brother wrecked it. We hit a fucking apple tree, ramped it, and went through a fucking oak tree. And then probably 
six years ago, my crazy ass tried to fucking do a Superman over a fucking creek, and I landed it. Didn't let go of the handlebars, tried to ride it out, and fucking hit a fucking tree. So I'm not real sure exactly, you know. Yeah. All of them together. <laughs> then, then I used to mill right, and uh, I always worked in the air, so I always had to wear a heart. Uh, safety harness on and that was always like just pulling right there on the back of my neck and shoulders all the time too and I had an accident in a, a man basket hanging off of a crane we, we shouldn't even been working that day it's too damn windy they kept, jobs gotta get done God, got, jobs gotta get done uh, I was booming the guy up you know booming me up to, to the crane operator and the wind blew the basket up underneath this uh, catwalk. So he was booming me up at the same time, and it fucking sprung me up. If I wouldn't have had that fucking, my safety harness on, I would have went out of that basket. Onto the ground, I wouldn't. I got down on the ground, man. I probably laid there, man, for probably a half hour and told my fucking, my, my co-workers, like, I'm done for the day. Peace. You fucking fire me or whatever. I don't fuck. Holy I tried, shit, man. Uh, Lucky. Lucky. Yeah. I'm in the process of uh, trying to get Social Security. But uh, it's probably four months ago they denied it. I'm about to get with my lawyer and shit and do all that bullshit again. I've tried to go back to work a few times. And, and I got like a list of goddamn restrictions and shit. But they, they, oh, you can work, you can work. Okay. But they let people come in and and just give give our money away. But let's get on a different subject. So how would you say that uh, medically how uh, cannabis would help, has helped you? How, how would you notice uh, some of the medical benefits that, uh, what would be some of the pros for it? Well, it helps ease the pain and uh, makes me mellow. I'm, uh, I'm, I have depression and, excuse me, and I'm bipolar, so. It helps quite a bit with it. Again, now, see, that's where I'm a little even more frustrated with Ohio right now. And I'll tell you that why is because, you know, as a medicine, as a medicine, I believe that a lot of the medicinal effects come from actual growing the plant you know what i mean there's just something that is just as medical as ingesting or using the plant in other ways uh it's just yep you know so that that 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother. Oh, you're right. I just had a stretch. A little bit of a delay is a little rough, but you know, that's you know, it's very unfair that uh, you know they would actually deny their citizens the most. Uh, beneficial aspect of the plan of you know being able to grow it. So that's sad that you know, in my in my opinion, they might as well have passed through this wreck. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're yeah. not gonna let them grow it and get the medicinal side. Let it be right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the way I kind of. Really, my opinion. On, that's true. Really, my opinion on that. I don't believe there's a difference between wreck and medical. We all use it for some reason or another. I agree with that. I agree with that. 100%. But whatever it takes to get it through. I'm actually bummed about the recreational side of it. I've said that a lot. I'm really afraid that as the recreational goes through from state to state, that the medical side of things, research, stuff like that will fall behind on the fall behind you know, I believe, right now I believe a lot of right things that's that. guiding the research yeah, yeah. i believe so it why what go ahead in your opinion what in your opinion what would be what would be what are the drawbacks on the drawbacks for what now for uh you know recreational versus you know the effects on medical Well, how, why I think it's the same? It's all the same. No, why it'll be bad for the medical market? Recreational will be bad for the medical market. Oh, from what what I, what I've heard and seen, it it, it seems like when, it, when the states go wreck it, it like I don't know messes up the whole uh, the medical side of of things. I don't. I don't know if that's all states or, you know what I mean, just some states that I've read about, you know what I mean? In most cases, that does that is the case right there. But uh, with that even being set aside, uh, I'm worried about the research of it, you know? Yeah. Money yeah. comes from numbers, you know what I mean? And if... Yeah. The numbers of cards that are going down from state to state because everybody feels, oh, I don't need a card. It's wreck. You know what I mean? So if there's the cards lesson, the reason for the reason and the money for research could dwindle as well. In my you know opinion, I mean? if you don't want to pay the tax, uh, get a card. You'll save a lot of money. I think there's a lot of benefits to it, to be honest with you. Your HEPA rights, to be honest with you, your biggest one. You get hurt on a job, and that's one of the biggest things right there. That's, that's my if you get hurt on the job and you don't have that license, you can be charged for intoxic being intoxicated on the job. You know what I mean? Yep. You could be denied unemployment. You could be negligent at work. But if you, you know, you get hurt on the job and the cannabis is in your system and you have a medical card, 
well, now you have a right to stand on. You know, it's in your system because off work reasons or whatever, but you have a room to fight. You have yep. room to fight. Yeah. So. Yeah, the main reason why I got me a medal for carbon was because of my ex. So she couldn't say I was doing illegal shit around my son. Yeah, yeah. I would have too. Wise move. Wise move on that. Yeah, it's, it's sad that it's still a look to prime on such a negative uh, outlook still in this day and age. You know, even with it being as legal as it is here in Michigan, even with COVID uh, being deemed essential and everything, I still, and I'm ashamed to admit this, have a hard time, you know, if I'm in a group of people and they ask, you know, going around the room, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? It's hard to still hold my head up and be like, yeah, I'm a caregiver. I grow weed. You know what I mean? In fear of, you know, the repercussions of the room. You know what I mean? And every time it's been a 50-50, you know, sometimes when I say it, it goes over with, you know, optimistic ears. And then there's times where I say it and it's like, uh, everybody wants to you know what I mean? Yeah. Distance it, it, themselves it, across the room, man. It's sad. That's pretty much the main reason why my friends don't want me to shout them out tonight. Because they're, they're still all used to the Ohio laws, you know what I mean, from where they come from. So, the, 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 I don't know, they still yeah, like to get low key. That. can understand that i can understand that and i did the same thing for a long time too myself to be honest with you all those years of outlaw growing and just being in the four rooms posting flowers you look up until i want to say 12 maybe even 13 2012 2013 if you can find some old forum shit it's me and fucking bandanas there's Quite a few pictures with me and the Jason Mass standing next to my <laughs> oh, yeah. plants. You know what I mean? It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't until I got brave and actually fucking put a couple pictures out here, here and there, and um, thought you know, same thing you tell your kids. It was the realization of the shit you tell your kids. You know what I mean? You upload that nasty picture, and it's going to be out there forever. (laughs) That was was the mindset that, you know, I kind of had when I'm like, ah, fuck. I already put my face out there. They got me. They've already got me. You know what I mean? So I just kind of got a picture, a little more picture here and there, picture here and there, picture here and there. Then it just got to where it was like, like I said, by now they've just got me. Fuck it. Here I am. (laughs) So, I don't know. A little too used to it, I guess. I got crazy cotton mouth. Crazy cotton mouth tonight. Yeah, I do too, man. This coffee ain't helping. 
No, that's what I'm drinking tonight too. You, you go. Stay away from uh, kazoo Kush. No, no, I'm starting to gather a couple pieces. I've got you know a few cheap pieces, you know that I've acquired over the years and made managed to hold on to, but. I break a lot of shit, man. I'm afraid to really invest. In yeah, so do I. <laughs> this here is two, two of them put together. That you know what I mean? They broke, right? Intermingled them. I appreciate that dank sticker on the back of there. Yeah, I got that when I got my hoodie. Hell yeah. So did you got one of the coats too? You bought one of the coats? Yeah. Or a sweatshirt. Is it a coat or a sweatshirt? It's the zip up hoodie. Oh, so so you got the fucking oh man. I got mine right here. Got mine right here. It is it's fucking, of the, the it's fucking awesome, stuff. Man. Yep. Same one. It's the best coat I've ever had right here, to be honest I, with you. That's all I've worn it's all winter thick, long. It's warm. Yes. That's all you need. And that, it's got that the inside pocket pa- gangster chiller. pockets. Yep. The, fuck, the fucking bottom pocket. Do you ever use that bottom pocket? I never knew there was. The bottom. No, I never even knew there was one there. No? <laughs> Fucking right here. Look. Look at this. It's right here. So in the inside of the coat, it's right here. Look. Oh shit. Hell yeah. It zips up. You could put look. Honestly, no, the, this coat. No, this the one one the looks up, man. There, there's the one right here that you can unzip yep. and yep. stuff shit in the side. Yeah, I've and got then like the one three pounds can... in that one before. Then there's the one back here that zips up right there. See? Hell yeah. That's the one I just zipped. And you can actually fill the back. You can fill the back with shit. Hell and yeah. To be honest with you, this is funny. I don't I don't How know if I should take this on the air. But you can get a nice chunk in this thing. And I'll tell you a little secret. I'll tell you a little secret right here on the air. I used to be go to uh, one of my clubs here in Michigan, and uh, you could only and you this you could I, if I remember correctly, you can access this pocket goes all the way around. Yeah, yeah. So this is this access to the back too. So you can fill the back and re grab it from here. You know what I'm saying? You can stuff oh, the back and grab it from here. Right on. So I would go I would go into my local club because I'm a uh, caregiver. <laughs> I'm a caregiver. And you could go and at that time, this is a little earlier, where caregivers could go into the, these places and off your overages from patient to patient. But you could only carry in to this establishment whatever your numbers were okay so i'm a caregiver here in michigan i'm fully licensed i was able to come in to the club with 15 ounces 
15 ounces to be able to sell. So I check in with my with my suitcase, my jars, and let them check my box and go, okay, here's my 15. This is all I got. I'm gonna go sit down. And you could only have one trip in. You couldn't go back huh. out to the car and come back in so you had with more product. So yeah, you'd have to we'll come in, check it, and once you left, that you were done for the day. You couldn't come oh, back shit. in. So I would fucking load up the suitcase with my 15 and then load up the dank coal with extras. And I've got scurliosis, so I got a nice arch in my back anyway. So it makes the back of the coat look flat. You know what I mean? Doesn't look bulky. So I, I'd pack that. I'd pack that thing up, and as soon as like the jars would empty, and you know what I mean, I'd get down in stock. I would just grab one out of the coat and fucking empty it into the oh, jar man, under man. the table and fucking <laughs> just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right on, man. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, used to love that coke has came in handy so many times. So, yeah, so I've had mine times. for about, concerts, about a year, year and a half now. Another great wave. Oh, man. I definitely, definitely love that coke. I wish I was able to meet that man. <laughs> I'm, I miss him. I miss him. You know, this is his hat pin right here. Yeah. This Fuck is actually yeah, his. T- TC got this. Uh, he actually got that from some like a month or so ago before he passed. And then, uh, TC was nice enough to mail it to me, and uh, he yeah. said he said text to me today that he he thought that uh, I was the only one fitted enough to wear it, and I thought what a fucking honor. Hell yeah, man! He said wear it, wear it every day, wear it every day. It's, it's he actually says it right here. Wear this pin every day for life. RP so cool. Hell yeah, man! Mad prop. It's so make cool. Make good. Yeah, the one girl I, I know, uh, they uh, use his uh, soil recipe. Definitely get grow some amazing cannabis, that's for sure. Definitely grows a lot of amazing, great cannabis. Man, I miss that dude. It's never, it never fails just surprised me how many places that man gets brought up how many conversations how many people that I, you know people that i didn't even think or even knew you know what i mean had a connection with sub yeah you know i learned about it from had a uh, connection it's from that one grower and uh window dope boys nice nice yeah i I dig me some that Mendo, man. I've been rocking that fucking legend song out at least twice a day. At least twice a day. Have you heard that oh, new yeah. one? This one's for the legends. That's a good jam. I like to grow some trees like good they jam. do. 
that's you know that's Have one of the reasons. One of the reasons I don't want. No, 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 and I'm afraid to just for that reason because I know if I do, that's going to be what I want to do. You know what I mean? I'm not going to go out and just want to just grow a couple little plants. I'm going to do everything I can do to grow the biggest fucking plant I could ever grow. And I, that's one of the other reasons, too, I went outdoors. I'm afraid that uh, it's a little risk of security. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll be... You probably want cameras. For one <laughs> harvest... Well, who knows? Who knows? Maybe this year. I'm, I almost did it last year, and then I had some shit with my neighbors that got, like, eerily close. I've been up here for a while. I'm in northern Michigan, and I'm in a, I'm actually in a forest. And my the houses are pretty, pretty far apart, but unfortunately, I back up with another lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, there's you there's a usually like I want to say like 16 feet of clear you know a nice tree line between us that we keep separate property in between like there's one yeah there's one spot that's like 16 feet that has like no trees that you could drive a vehicle in you can see from yard to yard they put a fucking camper right there last year <laughs> Right on the fucking property line. Right on the property line. And we're like, they could look look right through the backyard and the back patio door of my house. And I, right, they were like, right where I wanted to put my plants. Oh, man, it got so bad. It was so irritating. I was like on the show bitching about it like every day. Then like every, every day after the show, there for the longest time. I was going out there and mowing, like right next to the camper, six <laughs> o'clock in the morning, <laughs> mowing the property line. The yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. I, I think you uh, the girl. Yeah, it was, really got to be an issue. Yeah, I can see it. I, I think if you grow outdoors, you got got to be in the middle of nowhere with nobody around you, or ha- have some pretty cool neighbors. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And you know, yeah, for you guys to grow up there, it's got to be all fenced in too, don't it? To be grown outdoor. Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be. I don't think a lot of people they vaguely put that. I've seen some last year, some pretty good sized gardens with like a three foot fence around it. You know what I mean? With like a gate yeah. you can step over. It's like, boy, that's barely calling it good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even think that qualifies, but at least you tried. <laughs> I think we should start playing. I believe it's supposed to have a roof. Yeah. I think we should start planting canvas seeds and all this, uh, the, the outside of all the state buildings. Johnny can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Just throw them everywhere. <laughs> I actually kind of thought about 
if I do go outdoors, this is kind of the th setup I thought about was uh, trying to get me some uh, long, long poles, some galvanized like fencing poles, like as long as I can get them and sink them in the ground and do like an eight by eight. So go and do like a dog kennel size, like an eight by eight, but I want to fucking, I think I'm going to stack them sections. So like you can buy like dog kennel sections and just stack them. So it's like 16 feet fucking high. An eight by eight, 16 feet high with one on top, which would make me legal. You know what I mean? Sun still get through. I could still have a 16 foot tall plant. And if it gets to the edges, I'll just fucking feed it through. <laughs> I use that as a inner cage and shit. Yeah. And I think that I think that would keep me legal and I don't know. At least go like couple in there. I think that'd be cool. Some monsters. But who knows? Yeah, I haven't ever grown any Life's plants crazy, besides right? uh, a couple cactus and uh uh, I got this lemon tree one time from my grandma. She brought it up from Florida. Um, my son killed it. He overwatered. It changes. It changes your life, man. It honestly but, changes your life. It does. That's why I'm so bummed out about uh, about you not being able to grow there in Ohio because it, it really does change your life, man. The whole process of that first grow. Is I believe I'd need more just so many other growers. Yeah, it does. You get a whole new respect for it. You honestly do. And then there's that aspect of just learning how to grow. I mean, it mentally challenges you. You know what I mean? I don't care who you are, what you do. When you come to wanting to grow, you have that hunger for knowledge. You know what I mean? You want right. to learn how yeah. to grow the plant. And once you learn how to grow the plant, there's so many other avenues to chase. That's IPM. why I started. Uh, there's always the. Or, getting on these uh, canvas channels. Organics road. Watching them. Preemptive. So, so, so I'm, all, I'm already, when I got some, some information, be half-assed ready when uh, I can start growing. I just like, I, I like everything about That's camping. awesome, brother. Yeah. I think the uh, first that's time the, uh, that's a... that I've made hash, it was probably back in 93. We uh, we used uh, dry ice. Bubble hash is nice. It's a nice bubble hash for sure. Yeah, here in Ohio, we're not allowed to have any of that. I guess. They, they try to say it's different than uh, concentrates, but it's all the same stuff. It's just a different, it's just process different, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just the plant ice and water, man. I got this amazing bubble right here that uh, Kazoo gifted me and just showed up today. I wasn't even expecting it. Oh, right on. Probably won't even get a nice shot of it. 
Oh yeah. It's not even doing it justice, man. It just glistens. You can I posted some pictures on IG today, man. You can just see them heads in there. Super tasty. Right on, right man. on. It was a nice, nice unexpected uh gift right there. Yeah, here's my old coffee cup. I was helping my grandpa do some work, and I left it on his uh, on his bumper, and uh, forgot about the coffee. And uh, he ended up running the running it over. Man, I have lost so many cups to that. So many cups like that. <laughs> I'm a I'm a big time coffee drinker, man. Oh, yeah. I drink coffee all day when I was working out on job sites daily, man. I'd get up, make me one pot of coffee. I would drink that one pot of coffee before I left the house and make two for the road. Had a big old super size Stanley that you could fucking pretty much yeah pretty much run over it's the biggest thermos i could find and it took everything man i seen that thing get run over by a full-size ford it didn't even hardly do shit to it but i seen a bobcat one time fucking annihilate that son of a bitch (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i've lost some phones dropping them always leave the house off the top of silos Oh shit! Nah. Well, when I'm mill riding, is that what uh, you mainly do with the that's, silos that's and I stuff used, like that? Yeah, that's what I used to do when I mill rided. Uh, we did uh, like uh, elevator brain rework and uh, stone quarries. Then uh, we did do a lot of uh, re maintenance work at uh, like factory facilities and shit. Go in there and do their maintenance, like during shutdowns. Welding, yeah, that's uh, I like welding, working up high. Metal fabrication, awesome, awesome, man. That's Install, installing grain legs and repairing the the bins. I I definitely enjoyed working up high myself, but man, you know, there's some days like it's fun. Most days, I like the the adrenaline of it. You have to be on point all the time. There's no room for mistakes. Oh, like, yeah. Most days, it's a nice breeze up there. Uh, The first winter that I started doing that, probably about seven years ago now, uh, I was working up in Marblehead, up there by uh, Cedar Point, kind of around uh, Sandusky, Ohio. Uh, bass, uh, there's right. a bunch of islands off there, but anyway, there's a stone quarry up there, a Lafarge. We was working there, it was in the middle of winter, and it was like negative 20 degrees, and we was working 80 feet in the air. It was pretty damn chilly. We could only work for like 20 minutes at a time, and we'd jump in the truck and warm up for about a half hour. 
it's fun, man. Some days, you know, I really enjoyed that, but there'd be days, man, where you just didn't feel like going up there, man. You know what yeah. I mean? There's just oh, fucking, yeah. just didn't have that feeling. You have yeah. to have that feeling. You got to be, you know what I mean? If I was in a, uh, you don't have it. You in have a lift, that feeling. I, yeah. If I was in a lift, I don't I get up there more. yet. I was always wanting to be the one running the running the joystick. So I got in some in the basket with some idiots that didn't know what the hell they were doing. It's like get that move on over. You ain't killing us today. When I was working up, well, I was a tree surgeon for a long time. That was my first like, really well-paying career. One time, speaking of, he'd always he he'd had the machine cranked all the way up. You know what I mean? And some of them spots you're getting at, you got to have that motherfucker in creep mode. You know what I mean? So you ain't moving that basket real quick. You're going to run it into something. It's like, we ain't in a hurry. <laughs> we get paid by the hour, man. Yeah, you got to factor in the wind a lot of times, too. Yeah. When you're fucking cranking that thing over and it stops real quick. And there could be a good sway with that wind. Yeah, uh, the jail. Uh, you know what I mean? I was actually more comfortable working high up in trees than I was working in a basket, to be honest with you. I was more nervous in a basket yep. than I was in a tree. I never, did a tree sense. I never did no tree work, but I, I can believe that. Like uh, the jail of GV, well, I, I operated, it was uh, 260, 265 feet, I think, something like that. 260 or 265. He was up there in the air. Yeah, that's pretty high up there. That's definitely. I went, the other career that I ever did that was like super high up like that was the window glazing. I was a window glazer there for a while. Oh, and that's the job there where I was talking about there. I would, you know, it's weird because I would, I never really had that feeling about like climbing and getting up in the trees and doing my shit. I was always up for, I never had that I'm not ready feeling for tree work. But there was days where I would drive a couple hours down towards Detroit and have to get up in the basket and put windows in, large sheets of glass. And I'd be on the way down and be like, man, I am just fucking not feeling this shit this morning, man. I know I got to get up there. We're working... (laughs) We got large panels. It's fucking windy, man. I ain't feeling this shit, man. It takes a little bit once you get up there and kind of get your your bearings. Go, all right, I guess I'm ready for this shit, but man. It's just something about well, being way up high up like that and seeing a large hunk of glass coming at you, which is fucking dangerous all by itself, even on the ground, but. When you're that high up with nowhere to run, man, it gets fucking, it's a little yeah. nervous. Uh, this one job, we was cleaning uh, the air vents off up on top of the silos. And there was like eight silos. And there was probably, I think, six vents we had to clean out on each silo. So we were driving the JLG around and getting them. Once you get to uh, one point, man, if you don't drive, you got to go all the way around. So I, 
instead of bringing the basket all the way down the ground, I was just driving it while you know, extended all the way out. And this dude was all the way in the bottom of the basket. He's like, take me home, take me home. <laughs> he didn't like that anymore. That was the last day of his job. <laughs> yeah. Usually, don't, hey, you don't, don't go don't home. You got to yeah. sit there until it's time to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, we've got two more and that's it, man. Job. We would have been done for the day. Like, I ain't going all the way down. Take 20 minutes to get us down and you back to the truck. We're going to have both of them done in about 45 minutes. <laughs> Definitely fun, though. Once you get up there, man, it's that adrenaline. Yeah, it's rush. Let that adrenaline take over. And oh, yeah. Like that shit. Especially driving driving that. Have you ever been bungee jumping or anything like that? What that? Have you ever done any bungee jumping or anything like that? Any purposeful falls? (laughs) Uh, I've did the ripcord before. It's on like you're on like a big old horseshoe on a cord, and they pull you back from your back. Then they let you go. You free fall for like I think like. 10, 8 seconds or something like that, and you catch and it just swings you like a big old swing. I've did that a few times. First time I did it, it was out there in Reno, Nevada. Nice, nice. What took you out that way? Uh, my grandmother does uh, taxes and bookkeeping, and uh, uh, probably 20 years ago, she was in the NATPA meet. She's uh, like one of the head women in, in that league, and she was going out there to do some seminars. We stayed all at the uh, the Hilton Express, pretty badass fucking hotel. Had the biggest uh, arcade I've ever seen in my life. They probably had 50, 75 freaking uh, virtual reality games. They had a uh, 75 lane bone or 75 lane bone alley in there in the basement. Had a go kart track and shit in there. Uh, seven uh, five-star restaurants and a Damn. casino. Yeah, I didn't even have to leave. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't say you'd have to either. It sounds like a fucking... I like go-karts, man. I probably would have wasted a lot of time on the go-karts myself. So, like, everybody that had a room... And that convention got so many tickets to the arcade and the and the go karts and pulling. So everybody, my grandma knew, give me all of them tickets. So I didn't leave the hotel too much. I did run a, a mountain bike and ended up getting lost downtown somewhere. So uh, I ended up going in this uh, casino, which was, that is the main reason why I was going out there. It was back in '99, which I I'll just turned 18 then. Thinking I could, I would be able to fucking gamble. I uh, I was playing a nickel slot, hit like 20, 35 bucks or something like that. Man, here comes a security guard, IDs me, and uh, said, uh, I he told me to go find my parents. It's like I ain't even out here with my parents, dude. He's like, uh, it was about four or five months prior to this, uh, Nevada changed the law where you had to be 21 to gamble. So I got kicked out of the casino. That sucks. 
still a lot to do in Vegas. Oh, still yeah. a lot of trouble to be found in Vegas, though, other oh, yeah. than the casinos, that's for sure. I wish I would have uh, knew somebody out there to check out the canvas out there. Johnny Canseed's out there currently. Find yourself out oh, yeah. that way. Right on. Yeah. 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 He's our he's our uh, desert our desert contact over there. Desert Johnny Canseed, <laughs> City Lights. Hell yeah, that's one the beauty thing about uh, doing this uh, this thing the last year, man. Met a lot of great people. I don't think there's too many places I could go right about now and not be able to find some cannabis. <laughs> right. Legal or illegal, I think yeah. I can find some cannabis somewhere right now. Yeah, nowadays it's pretty easy too. Yeah. It's always fun to share with some friends, though. That's for sure. Man, yeah, I got, laggy, I got man. family that live out in uh, uh, San Diego, California. But uh, they're all old, older people. that They don't smoke or nothing. That's one of the nice things about legalization is uh, being able to see uh, older folks, some of the older gen come through on, on our side. Right. See, uh, I've got a, I've got a lot of family that uh, I didn't meet until later in life that turned out to be uh, Seventh-day Adventist. Super, super Seventh-day Adventist. Never did miss a day at church three, four times a week and Throughout my cannabis journey there, I've seen a big change in them folks from the first time that I met them till now. And it's nice to see some of them using cannabis nowadays. Right. And just to hear them talk about how they use it and everything cracks me up. I've I've lessened up a lot of my meds. (laughs) I'm smoking the reefer now. I'm smoking the reefer. Yeah. Oh yeah. How you, how you, how you ingested it? I'm smoking the pipe. I'm using the <laughs> pipe. <laughs> I can't roll. I can't roll. So I just crumble it up, put it in the pipe. And it's like, oh, this is funny. I never thought, I never thought in a million years I'd hear this. And uh, just to hear some of the older generation just uh, warms my heart. It really does. Yeah, my uh, late grandmother, she had a uh, 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 brain tumor, and uh, we got her to uh, try cannabis with us, and uh, with uh, the chemo and shit she was on, it, uh, she didn't act, react very well to it, but uh, she was able to uh, take a, a CBD, though. Whatever gets them started, man, wherever they find that relief. Um, I, I'm, I'm really excited. You know, I think CBD is like a gateway. It had, I was telling this with my daughter right. today. I think you need, you need the whole plant, my opinion. 
can do in my opinion too. But you know, as as things push on and you know, but if C B D helps open that door, you know right. what I mean, to get people on board, so be it. Right. But I, I think you know more why over they, why they separated though, you know what I mean, for the medicinal reasons. Well, I think you know, we've come across now where we're re- we're discovering more and more compounds and how they're used. True. And I, I, I think it's going to be nice as time goes on that we'll be able to go, well, CBD is nice for light inflammation or whatever, but grandma, you, you, you're going to need some CBG, yeah. you know, for, you know, this or that, or N, you need some N for sleep, you know what I mean? It's going to be nice to be able to break it down a little bit further for those that are still afraid of the plant. It's crazy how you know, people are willing to take parts, parts of it, but like the whole thing's bad. Oh no, right. don't! Yeah. <laughs> I can't take it in plant. its natural form. <laughs> Too much. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But whatever it takes to open the doors and gets people, you know, and that's the thing too. Yeah, I've seen that progression just like in my family there. That it's oh, yeah. it's you you'll be nothing in life, and then, and then oh, it's good. The CBD's good, and then next thing you know, ah, THC ain't bad. I tried some that was you know two to one, and it will it worked better for me. I'm like, yeah, you need to try it one to one. You know, keep going, keep going. You're gonna find nothing but good things on it. You know what I mean? I've never but. Have you ever tried that Delta 8 or 9 or whatever the heck that is? No, I have not tried the uh, Delta 8. Uh, I, have, I haven't know. either. They, they say it's pretty euphoric, you know what I mean? It, it does get you high, just not as high. But eh, We'll see. If I happen to stumble across some, I'll, I'll pick some up just to see. You know, I'll get right. I'll, I'll probably, I would too if I come across it. What's some uh, of your so favorite many products? Oh, all just in general, yeah, man. Headband, headband's a long time favorite. That's a real um, good one. Yeah, that's, that's one of my favorites right there. I like uh, lavender Kush has been another favorite of mine over the years. That, that's probably like, one of my 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 least is uh, the lavender flavors. Yeah, yeah. Now, I like some uh, flower some... ones, just not the lavender. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like the, uh, you know, the Dynacams or the Chems are always good. Yeah. OGs. I like the pines right now. I've always, you know, I had that relationship from early on, like you know, school type days. When you'd get that fire, it was always the pine, the good pines. You know, for me, it was pine, heavy pine. We had some skunk back then, but the pines are what I related to the most. I had some, uh, just I can remember like probably freshman year, freshman, sophomore year, fucking get, we'd get some uh, pines. This guy would have wavis. Nickname was Wavis. Would fucking uh, 
have the pines, man. It fucking, it was worth it. We were paying shit. This was 89, yeah, 89.90. Paying 60, 70 bucks a quarter for the, that shit. And man, that shit would just, it was worth everybody. Everybody would like go in on a quarter and fucking, you could smoke one joint between six, seven people. And it was just everything you could do to, keep your shit together you know what i mean you, right. your face would you hurt know. your gut would hurt oh man that's that's i want that i want that i want to yeah. smoke a joint and be able to just reefer madness laugh for like a half hour you know what right. I mean? that's how uh how that is uh i think it was bubble gum we we used to get that back in the day oh hell we probably got it three four years Solid. Yeah, bubble gums were good. For sure. So many great ones. That's and I'm I'm look that's one of the things, man, I can't believe that they limit you like that, man. I guess maybe you get too spoiled in years of legalization, you know what I mean? All the varieties and stuff like that. Yeah. I'll, I'll take what I can get. I'll smoke autoflower. I, I'm, I'm not picky. You see me? I ever see me in like an event, man? I don't. I don't. I don't pass. I don't, I've never really passed. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm too high. No, I don't want to smoke that. I'm always like, yeah, fit that. Yep. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I think the fucking last event I went to was up here in northern. Michigan, and we'd fucking pretty much cleaned out the place. It was like me, Modern Genetics, Red Eye Rustler, and I think that was about all that was left to smoking. And they had tapped out on me, and I fucking, I was actually sitting by the fire with fucking two joints in my hand, and you're fucking still smoking, going, I can't believe you guys are shitting out on me like this. <laughs> It reminds me of uh, this past New Year's. I rolled a big old two hundred dollar fucking blunt with uh, all kinds of fucking concentrate and diamonds in it, and uh, ash and uh, heath. And uh, we only got about halfway through it, and they all there's like eight of us. They all quit. And it was just me and my buddy's wife smoking it. <laughs> and, uh... I love them joints, man. I actually got, I still have some. You know, they, they became so uh, regular, I guess. But the the one foot cones you can get from most most tobacco shops now that I take, I usually take them at least one or two to every event. But I've got a lot of but, tails yeah. that, that uh, are pretty decent size. And I, the first, I don't know, 10 easy that I ever rolled and shared with like people, friends and stuff like you're talking there where I really packed it and fucking, there's a couple of them where I threw it. I'd go stuff, stuff, hash, stuff, stuff, hash, stuff, stuff. Later. <laughs> yeah, all the way through. <laughs> they were 
and that I, that one in particular, there was like I, I remember squirting fire so in there. Oh, but one oh buddy, man, we smoked it. One buddy, he was like, "How much money are you spend on that?" I was like, "I didn't really spend any of it. It was all stuff I already had." We smoked that some bitch out on a out out back by a fire, uh, and man. Half the people tapped out, and the other half of the people started seeing shit because it was dark. You know what I mean? <laughs> not for sure they were seeing shit off in the distance. <laughs> oh man, good times! But I've Wrong always, door. like I said, the the first ten, I would take like a pen and write the date on it and like who was in on it, and like yeah. So I have like the first ten, all them tales. Still, oh, yeah. to this day, fuck yeah, where I remember, yeah, you know, I'm kind of quirky about like little shit like that, you know. I can remember. <laughs> it was uh two two winters ago. Me and Buddy, uh, you know, we were just sitting around out at my house, uh, getting medicated, and uh, I can't remember. I was looking at uh, Washington D.C. cannabis. And uh, how how they sell it? You can't actually just come out and sell it. You you sell a, another product, and the canvas is gifted to you. I was like, that sounds pretty fucking neat. So we ended up going out there and contacted a guy through uh on the internet, and we we met him at the Washington uh, D.C. Monument. Uh, he was telling us a uh, lot, lot of like mu- musicians and artists would like get together and like have a gathering, and they'll do all their business there, sell their artwork or their music, and and gift the cannabis. Nice. Here's a fucking seventy-five dollar coffee cup. And by the way, it's got a quarter in it. Yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the dude I got my stuff off of. Uh, I ended up. Yeah, uh, on, online it said it, uh, he operates 24 hours, you know, so as soon as I got to D.C., I called him up. It was like up 520 in the morning. <laughs> uh, so uh, he didn't have no packs uh, bagged up. He said he usually gives a T-shirt, a hat, and some rolling papers and some odd and then other shit. So all I got was a goddamn $280 fucking napkin. <laughs> but that... Uh, yeah, that... That smoke was fucking some of the best shit I've ever smoked, man. It was uh, called uh, Alien Cheese. Nice. Was it cheesy? Was it like out of this world cheesy where you could call it like Alien oh, Cheesy? Yeah, like cheesy and berry. Yeah, I've never ordered through like a delivery system like that, but it pretty awesome it sounds like the old after hours yeah, yeah. <laughs> the old after hours system it actually kind of remind me of getting it off the dude from down the road you know what i mean back in the day <laughs> yeah remember the, do you remember the old after hours i wasn't buying alcohol i bought tickets sir i bought yeah. tickets i wasn't <laughs> buying alcohol <laughs> Loopholes, loopholes. Yeah. yeah, 
Now that, like I say, that was like two years ago. I don't know if DC is still set up like that or not. They could have changed the laws. I like that, to be honest with but, you. But yeah, I, it was. You uh, get shit out of it. Yeah. You're not just getting uh, like a bag that's come and go. Yeah. Get a t shirt out of the deal or whatever. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> Then, uh, like them giving out uh, shirts or T-shirts, uh, usually with their uh, their brand on it, you know. So it's helping them advertise too. Right, makes me feel better about spending that money too, because you get a little bit of extra out of there, a little right. memorable stuff. Yeah, my buddy was like, he's like, you're gonna pay two eighty for it? It's like about what it is, about come, dude. <laughs> Yeah, but they can't. You had to travel with it, though. That's the bummer about you know traveling. You know, if you, we was all nice. legal. We was all legal in all three uh, all all three states we went through. Having nice. multiple cards. Nice. Man. That makes. I've never really traveled like that. I'm still. Uh, you know, I was talking to uh, Cass this the other day about. Uh, the Vets Cup he's got going on over there in Oklahoma. And I was yeah. asking him if we'd be able to smoke when we got there. And I kind of thought about it out there, off air. I'm like, who am I kidding? You know, I'm going to smoke fucking regardless. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, uh, I do at a concert when the lights go off. <laughs> I, I literally had that voice in my head tell me as soon as I said that shit, who, do, what do, who are you kidding? You're going to fucking go and smoke no matter what. What are you even acting like it's a thing for? You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's going to be the breaker factor. I'm going to be able to go and not be able to smoke. I'm going to smoke. I'll find a way to smoke. I always do. <laughs> that's, that's why them pins come in handy. <laughs> Or, or carbs. Oh, for sure, for sure. Man, they're really nice in public. Driving. Me, myself, though, smoke. I don't feel I get as uh, medicated off of them, though. Off a of, off of cart than uh, versus flour. You don't, or you do? I think I get uh, more medicated with the flour. They, you know, I don't know what it is. I almost think it was the bad shit. <laughs> to be honest with you, you know, therefore, before all the big recalls, I would have, would always keep a pen, you know, a card around for travel or whatever, and that should get me all fucking tore up, and I'd always feel super heady. But I've only tried one or two since. Uh, since they've been able to come back around and uh, they weren't, they don't seem to be as good since they pulled them off the shelves. I don't, they just, I don't seem to get as buzz off. Right. That, that, that could be it too. They're not as strong or brother shit. They was putting it as strong or what the canvas was. <laughs> That wouldn't surprise me, man. I I would couldn't believe, man. I watched the I 
it was about a month, about a month ago now, I was watching Vice, and they were talking about European cannabis, legal European cannabis there in Germany. They were spraying it with chemicals. Oh, some of that is like horrible. It was like, they, you really going to sell that? <laughs> well, it was like synthetic shit that they were putting yeah. on it for him to get higher. Yeah. Yeah, like, and they were yeah, saying like, people actually heard that shit like over that, like the that spice shit, something like that. But it was like they were just, it was still cannabis, but it was oh, like a low right. grade, and then they were spraying shit on top of it, trying to make, to make it, it stronger. stronger. Yeah, I, okay, I got it. I, I, you know, at first I came on the air that night and I was like, I yeah, can't what, believe what's the purpose? Why don't you just grow it right? Right, that's why. I, that's what I couldn't believe. <laughs> why waste all that time and effort, man? Yeah, you fucking. You trying to tell me you're going through that process and you fucking can't grow good enough weed that you can sell? You have to go back and spray. It? That's the case. You need to just wrap it up. Right. <laughs> Move on to something else, man. It's but, just the weed, really. All you, all it needs is water and yeah. a good medium. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it, but yeah, it's a thing, man. It, they were saying people actually preferred it. And you know, I was like, man, I can't That's believe weird. it. This day, all the fire floating around, people buying garbage over there. It's more, yeah, about, more, more. It was probably 12 years ago that spice shit was real big around my area. And uh, I tried it once. It was like, what in the fuck are you guys smoking? Yeah, thankfully, I've never had the spice. Is to be honest, nasty. It didn't. I didn't even catch the puzzle. Personally, yeah, I actually did. And maybe not a little on the naive side, but I was like buying. I bought some grinders off of eBay. They were labeled K two grinders. I was like, what's, <laughs> what's, what's this? this? That's a weed grinder, man. Nice, white, nice guy. I don't know. must be the brand or whatever. And then I was like, you know, learned that it was that. It was the spice shit. I'm like, well, this is for the spice? You know what I mean? Makes you excellent weed grinder, but, you know, I don't know. I didn't even know what it was at that point. Then I had to like research it. I was like, no shit. Same thing. Same thing. Man, weed's pretty plentiful. What are you guys smoking that shit for? Fucking crazy ass weeds and chemicals. Crazy, crazy folks, man. Yep. Crazy folks. I always wonder who the first one is to try that shit and then sell it to somebody. Right. I mean, you've got to do some crazy shit. You, you, yes, first, sir. you got to be the crazy ass to be the chemist. Then you got to either talk yourself into doing that shit or you got to find somebody else like, even crazier than you. <laughs> right? <laughs> like that crocodile bullshit they got down, uh, uh, over there in the uh, Russia. The fucking shit, uh, they inject it, and the fucking wherever they inject it at, man, just fucking eats the flesh away from them. 
And the motherfuckers don't stop. They just keep shooting it up and just end up, you know, die because they're, they're just eats your body away. That was the same thing when the bastards kind of were going yeah. around. That was the first thing I wondered. I was like, who in the fuck's figuring this shit out? Oh, it is. I mean, like a bunch of chemicals going together. That's crazy. I don't know. I'll stick to my cannabis any day and every day. Yep. Yeah, I used to be a real bad alcoholic, and I give that shit up. It just caused nothing but trouble. Uh, I drink. So- had too- I drink socially every now and then, but not not too often. Yeah, I I gave it cold, pretty much cold turkey. Yeah, you know. that's what I did. I just too crazy, man. I I don't think I would have made it this far to be honest with you. If oh, I would have continued. I, I, I believe that, man. Same here. If I'd still be here, I'd probably be behind bars somewhere. Uh, I've seen a lot of my friends from that, you know, that time, and you know, they look rough. They look yeah. Like rough. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're still <laughs> drinking. It's like, damn, dude. It's like, motherfuckers. Uh, my brother is younger than me, and uh, uh, people think I'm fucking younger than my brothers. Yeah, something about that cannabis. I think Tao's right. Eat that cookie. It is. Yeah. I love some edibles, man. It was a few weeks back, I, uh, I bought a big uh, jar of shelled uh, peanuts, crushed them up. With a mortar and pedestal, and threw them in a, a grinder with some uh, can oil. Made my own peanut butter. Oh, it turned out a little cream, a little more creamier than that I had liked, but it's all getting eat. So, yeah, I've never thought about that. That'd probably be really good, really effective. Yeah, I'm sure that's a really good way to ingest right there. Uh, I, uh, I've made my own uh, tinctures before too, out of uh, Everclear and Moonshine. That's nice. another uh, handy wife method. For yeah. Like daytime, you. <laughs> That's I like putting it in my. Coming. I usually put it in the water. You can't even really taste it. There you go. Better for pains. That stuff's yeah. nice for body. I don't add no flavors or chirps to it or nothing. I, I enjoy the taste of cannabis, to be honest yeah. with you. I was getting ready to say I enjoy the taste myself. Not too often that I've kind of I, I got family members that I've had to uh, uh, try it, and it was like, it just tastes like you're eating a plant. <laughs> there's only there's only been the one time and that was like a couple of years ago and that was a brownie and it like it was good I mean I met the lady and they she had like it was a husband and wife and bikers not wrong bikers I love bikers good people oh yeah yeah she's 
I'm growing up around them. Her, my name's Brownie. She's like, that's my nickname is Brownie. Everybody calls me Brownie. She had a patch on her vest. My name's Brownie. It said Brownie right on her vest. And as we get talking, it's, yeah, make weed brownies. That's what I'm known for. That's where the, the nickname comes from. And I'm like, cool, cool. Before I leave, she's like, you want some brownies? Would you like a couple brownies? And I'm like, hell yeah. Thinking, these things got to be amazing. You know what I mean? With the name brownies and pants right. brownies. These, yeah. Hell yeah. Please and thank you. She hooks me up with some brownies. And, of course, I'm into that thing as soon as I get down the road. I'm all reaching for oh, it. Yeah. Popping it. I pop that thing in my mouth, man. It was a nice honk. Go to chewing it up, man. I'm like, man, this is weedy. Don't mind the taste. Doesn't mind me, bother me at all. She was making them like old, old oh. school. It was right. Yeah, shake everything was still in there, man. I got home, man. That was eating like a power bar, man. I had, there was I felt like I just ate a meal. It was in every orifice of my teeth, man. <laughs> Reminds me of this lady at uh, uh, one of Hookerville shows. I've always, I always ran into her there, uh, uh, Jamaican lady, and uh, she made these things called uh, goo balls. It was a bunch of. Uh, like chocolate, uh, M&M's, raisins, and uh, oatmeal and shit like that. Mushrooms, cannabis. Oh, man. Oh, you nice. one of them, man, you'd be good for about fucking day and a half. <laughs> them kind of treats I like there. Them the kind of treats I like right there. Sure. Yeah, me want some edibles now. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm, it's been so long. I can't remember how, how. I think she only sold them for like five bucks, and these about the size of a baseball. You usually couldn't eat a whole one, you know what I mean? You get so goddamn full eating that oatmeal. I usually pack on some pounds after some of these events just for that reason, right there, man. Last time, I think. Went down to was like Halloween to a concert in a cannabis club. My daughter's boyfriend was playing in a, a band there. I remember you I picking. Rolled, they was like they sold some amazing. Oh man, they were top notch edibles. I show up there and they're like, yeah, they're like five dollars a piece, or uh, I'll give you a deal like six for twenty, and I'm like. Ooh, so I, I I got I loaded up a bag for me, bag for my daughter and shit, man. Whew. That, but the, they were all like slices of cake that were like all oh, like brownies and oh the some kid. of that fucking puppy chow shit, man. Some of that That's shit, man. Shit. Oh, it is, man. But I can see why edibles are dangerous for that reason, man. Yeah. One of my favorites is, uh, yeah, one of my favorites is uh, Rice Krispie Treats, but yeah, every time I I make them, 
my son, he's like, where's mine? He's like, these aren't yours, buddy. I got to keep them put up. Well, I think one of my all-time I usually make him a up. batch of regular ones. There you go. There you go. Like, whatever uh, edible I, think- I make, I usually make him something the same, just without the medication in it. Have you ever made uh, fudge? Fudge is another good one. I like to make some really strong butter, then make fudge. No, I've never tried fudge. I've eaten some of it. It's pretty good. I'm uh, trying to take The last cookies I tried to bake was uh, no baked. They didn't turn out too good. I ended up eating it out of the bowl with the spoon. <laughs> they just they just kind of crumbled, but it was still eatable. That sounds dangerous, there, man. <laughs> yeah, it, I was getting ready to say you didn't know how much you was getting. <laughs> and again, oh, shit, I, you I know, need a hot bowl. <laughs> well, that's that's again one man's bad trips, another man's paradise, I guess, because yeah. that's. <laughs> I don't I'd say it. I have a pretty high, high, high tolerance because, like, if I go to the store, I rarely even see them anymore, uh, like a 500-milligram chocolate bar. But I could eat one of them and just be normal. Now I've watched other people, you know, they got to eat. It's like a regular Hershey bar, you know. They break it off and they only eat one half. You know what I mean? One square. Uh, that always cracks Damn, me up. You buy, them, you buy them bars and you look at them. And they say like five servings. This is five, five, ten milligram servings or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, this is one city. Yeah. <laughs> Who's breaking this thing up into fucking five pieces? Who's I got this, that uh, self? I seen this older cat. Uh, he was uh, telling me he had back problems and stuff. He was probably in his seventies, and he, uh, the bigger guy, he was getting in an argument with the dispo about that shit. <laughs> He's tr- uh, that uh, uh, the bud tender was trying to tell him that uh, five hundred milligrams was plenty for him. Some people. He's like, this, nah, man. no. That's that's a good dose right there. Five hundred is a pretty good dose. Remember, Selby eating those fucking thousand gram fucking peppermint patties. Uh, my uncle used to uh, do delivery in a box truck, and uh, he went all over the U.S. and uh, he used to go to uh, Colorado a lot and bring uh, edibles back from there. And I can't remember what I think it was like twelve hundred milligrams. Now they eat that. No, I was feeling pretty good, but all these other cats was all falling asleep there. <laughs> or they wasn't. A couple of them didn't fall asleep there, but they went home to go to sleep. <laughs> you know, and that, well, I'm kind of on the fence about that too. Yeah, that but, some uh, of them- I think a lot of it goes back to my uh, my medical history, being bipolar and. Uh, being depressed and shit. You just basically took the words out of my mouth. Is I've been on the record of 
and I can find myself sometimes I smoke, you know, it's good shit, fire shit. And uh I feel all right, you know what I mean, but I ain't got a buzz. I've you said know, that a lot over you know, I don't hurt that. as bad, but you know what I mean? I ain't like blazed or nothing, you know what I mean? And sometimes on the same strand, you know what I mean? Day later or something, and uh, you know what I mean? Smoke on, on her and you're blazed, you know? It's, that's very true, man. I'm, I've been on the record of saying the very same thing. I definitely agree with you. That uh, a lot of people that I, I've talked to over the years, same, 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 same. Oh, I didn't get a buzz. I didn't get a buzz off that. I'm like, you might want to... Because you smoked it, because obviously you had something wrong with you, and it's helping that area. Yeah, I think that's exactly it. I think as you ingest it, I think your body, your mind goes, okay, you don't need this yeah. to get high. You actually need this. You need it. Yeah, it's, going to go, it's going here to this organ or whatever, whatever and yeah, it's going to help it. Yeah, we're not going to turn it into 11. We're going to turn it into fucking G or whatever that right. your body needs. Yep. You know, I, I really agree with you there. 100%. Got a bunch of new names in chat tonight. Top Floor Genetics, Sunrise Grow. Bunch Peace cool out, folks. everybody. That's what I, I had. Uh, I had my list ain't right here. I, I make it. I actually decided to make a short list because I didn't have my shout outs list right here. I kind of been scribbling them down all night long. I was gonna do some I notes, check- but I was like, "Well, fuck it. I'll just do, fucking wing this shit." <laughs> I appreciate that. That's the way I roll too, man. Right. Uh, Just go all in. Yeah, it's it's more natural that way. Right. More genuine. Yeah, anybody can write something down. It's hard telling if they copied it or pasted it or you know what I mean? It's funny. I was writing something down as you said that. <laughs> oh shit. I was writing down top floor genetics as you said that. That's why I smiled. You know, anybody can write something the, down. Uh, uh Weiss TV. I, I can't remember what episode it was. It was one of their last week's episodes about this uh guy over in Europe somewhere uh copying these uh famous paint paintings. It's pretty interesting. It was what crazy was he how, how he, he was like painting was Picasso he? and Leonardo and you know what I mean and uh, selling them at auctions and shit and, and all, through eBay and online. The crazy thing is, the auction houses he was selling them at knew about the shit. Didn't get was it testing the sh- testing it because they was getting the money. From uh, what you want to call it, the uh, what's that word? Racketeers. No, uh, the auction house would get get so much of the percentage of the product sold. 
so 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 they, they wouldn't test, so they wouldn't get the test uh, the the paintings tested so you know so they could just make the money. Right now, and uh, the one lady had the, you know, he went and uh, went to this art fair and got an old book from like the twenties and painted on the, the the back side of it. You know what I mean? Just to make the painting look gold. And uh, and had it tested. Use all the same paints that he usually does. You know what I mean. And obviously, testing it, you could tell that it was a fake. But these auction houses and the, that one Picasso he did sold for like two point five million dollars. Then after after someone got a hold of it, found out that it was fake, it sold it. And still sold for like twenty five hundred dollars or something like that. It's like what? Yeah, it's crazy. I, I can't. It, the level of thievery sometimes. It, right. Surprised what people go through to pull the wool over people's eyes for a buck. Yeah. In in that in that case right there, it's like, dude. You're obviously a talented painter. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean. Damn, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, I mean, and that's what some of these, you know, he's been arrested and shit. So supposedly he, that's not his line of work anymore. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, people are saying, why don't you just paint your own stuff? I agree. I agree. People are yeah, always looking for that easy buck, man. Yep. Huh? He even said that himself. Like the, the lady doing the interview asking why he got into that. It's easy money. That's crazy. Yeah, I'll take that hard-earned on this buck any day. Right. It's something about being able to sleep at night does me does me well. That's correct. Yeah. And Chad's still just pumping. Shout out to Chad. You able to see Chad? Have you been able to see Chad tonight? No, man. I don't. This is the first time I've been on here. I don't even know where to go to look at any other. Well, if you're on a phone, I don't believe you can, and you kind of have to have a separate device. Oh, do you? Yeah, I'm on a phone. Yeah. They're hanging tough. 82 hanging out right now. In oh, chat. yeah. Shout out. Jack says, most artists die poor. That's sad. Most people, that's because most people don't enjoy or appreciate art. It's part of it. Yeah. They just got money to flying around. I used to fucking love it. You know, I'm not a huge, you know, dedicated art fan, but I do appreciate, you know, I like to stare into a painting and whatnot. I used to take my daughters. It's cheap to go to an art gallery. You know what I mean? Most right. of them are donated. 
donations only, man. I used to love to take my get, do like a pregame smoke, gather up my girls, and be all right, let's go to the museum, go check out some paintings and shit. It's cheap, cheap, good, uh, good times with kids right there. Yeah, I miss them. So I like doing with my son. Uh, over in Indiana, in uh, Fort Wayne, they got this. Uh, it, it's a big like science fair fucking thing, and they're always changing each room up. You know what I mean? What they got out for that particular month or whatever. But it's pretty neat. I used what to enjoy. Some of the things- I used to enjoy hiking, hiking and shit, but with my neck and my goddamn back getting bad, fucking hiking up the fucking hills and shit, get a little hard. I like kayaking too, but it's getting pretty rough. Last summer, the last time I went, I'm glad I took my uh, my camping gear because I ended up fucking gotten too far away from the truck. I was probably about five miles away and there was no way I was going to get back that night. My fucking shoulder and neck was hurt so bad. I, so, I, ended, up find, I ended up finding an island on the river. Is it something that can be repaired? Can they go in there and still fix it for you? They, they have once. They want to do another surgery, but I don't really want them to. Uh, the, the last uh, specialist I talked to, uh, he said that the surgery they, they did on me, he wouldn't even did it that did that. He he wants to go in there and redo it all. It's like, eh, I think I'm good. I like, have to agree I, with. I know, like seven people had pretty much the similar fucking neck surgeries after you know, and they said themselves that they wished they would have got the second and the third and the fourth ones because it just kept getting worse and worse. Yeah, I, I, I think a lot it, of it is the the muscles get so. They're stronger than what my original bones are now because they're fucking cadaver bones and titanium fucking pins and rods. And just making the 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 spine above it and below it just fucking more worse. And what happened, I had a bunch of fucking bone spurs on it. And they said it was from some kind of accident. But they were so bad they couldn't uh, cut them or shave them off. For me, it'd be hard to uh, to want to go back after hearing the doctor go, "I'm not happy with what I did there." Well, I'm. You had your shot. <laughs> well, <laughs> this, this is a diff- different doctor, but yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, I'm good, but I might give you a call if I can't walk. It sucks. Uh, 
So you're a boarder there? I see that board help there. Do a little skateboard? Yeah, a little bit. I used to when I was a kid. used to skate all the time. Me and my buddies had a, a, a half pipe from the back of his house. Right on, right on. Uh, I got my son one this past year for Christmas. Yeah, I got one. Uh, my daughter won like two years ago, and I got on this skateboard. I I do not yeah. have coordination. Skateboard, uh, skateboarding. This past summer, I <laughs> took him to a local skate park, and uh, he talked dad into uh, going down a half pipe. I completely forgot how to even fucking go down when some bitch broke. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, make, I didn't make, lean in too far enough. So when I went down, I just fell straight back, and the board went sh- shooting out from under me. Oh man, that hurt, man. I was sore for about two weeks. Yeah, I enjoy still trying to be a kid, but it can yeah, recovery can be uh, <laughs> a little bit longer these days. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, but, I told my son, uh, I, I was like, don't a- don't ask me to do no more tricks on that motherfucker, man. I was like, I'm too old for it. <laughs> yeah, I fucking I'm, in fact, I. I wasn't too long ago we were smoking one of the joints that joint I was telling you about right a few minutes ago where we were all sitting out back and fucking had the fire all fucking lit up and keep in mind I don't even drink this tells you how how crazy I was when I drank man I had the fucking fire blazing and shit for some reason I decided yeah I'm gonna fucking jump that bitch I fucking so yeah I'm fucking run over and just jumped right through that fucker. Jumped right over, jumped right through. Kids are like, you're an idiot, dad. Uh, I did the same thing. I was all whiskey drunk one night and uh, I was telling these buddies and these people I I watched on YouTube walking across fire and he was like, oh, you ain't got the balls to do that. It was like, how much money can you get around at this party? They got, they ended up getting like 75 bucks around or something like that. He was like, all right, give me the money, man. Put it in my hands. I'll walk across that motherfucker. I walked across the barefoot. All I did, didn't even do nothing. Had like a little blister on the bottom of my foot because one of the coals stuck to it. So like, you're a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> but uh, yeah. the drinking days, I did some crazy shit. Uh, my old house, uh, while I was in my 20s, had hardwood floors. I in, uh, had this old Ida rock art, you know, fucking iron fucking handrail off my porch. I was fucking, had the front door open, fucking skating across the fucking dining room, man. I laid out of the house and tried to fucking land on that goddamn handrail, dude, and fucking Nutted myself on that motherfucker, dude. I fucking suck. <laughs> Buddy ended up, he, he, he ended up taking the skateboard from me. He's like, 
fuck yeah, yeah. You're done with that motherfucker tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, it's funny as who was it? bought like that fucking motocross accident I had. My buddy, my buddy, he was riding his four wheeler behind me. It was actually his dirt bike too. But uh, he was like, "God damn it, man! I just took the fucking GoPro off the fucking helmet too, man." <laughs> I'm glad you didn't catch it on tape, motherfucker. <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh, who was it here? Somebody said that uh, sometimes the ego hurts worse than the injuries. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah, yeah. As you get Joe Y. Yeah, you're right, Joe Y. That can be the ego can be bruised sometimes. Why? <laughs> Worse than right. some, especially some the liquor talking. <laughs> That's why I don't do it no more, man. I just I was off the chain. Didn't give two shits about nothing. Oh man, good times though. When we was I kids, I still uh, laugh at my stuff. <laughs> when we was kids, there was a, a grain elevator there, uh, the town I grew up in. Uh, we used to climb that motherfucker every weekend. We'd sneak out, all meet each other up there, climb that motherfucker, then all the way up to the tip of the top of one of the lakes, they had the big old uh, red blinking light. We used to steal that motherfucker to piss him off. One of my friend's uh, dad was one of the managers there. <laughs> he always fucking, dad always blamed it on him. He ended up getting the heat on it all the time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that thing's dangerous without that red light out there. Yeah. I hit that thing. <laughs> uh, we, uh, there was one, one of the silos wasn't too far off the road. We used to take book bags, uh, fucking fill fucking rooms up with fucking water or fucking whatever, catch up mustard and shit, throw them in the cars. One day, man, seen the, this red pickup truck coming down, down the road. I was like, I told, Told my buddies, like, dude, that's my old man. Don't be throwing the motherfuckers at it, dude. That old fucking one up fucking through it, dude. And then, yeah. When I got home, it, it was old man. And I took the heat on that one. <laughs> oh, fucking old man took a leather belt in my ass. <laughs> so, what are some of the things you enjoyed? Uh, what do you like to take your boy and do? Uh, fishing, kayaking. Yeah, that's uh, awesome, man. Lately, I've been taking to the zoo quite a bit. My, uh, my brother's got a, a Toledo Zoo pass, a family pass. Fishing's always fun. Always good time. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, me and the family and some friends had, had a uh, fish fry tonight. Ate, ate some nice. walleye. Oof. That sounds good, man. It's been a while since I've had some good walleye. Well, we caught it out of Lake Erie. Nice, nice. Man, yeah, that sounds really good. Makes me yeah, Twelve of us. Last spring, we, we went up there 
to Lake Erie and uh, took one of them charter boats. And uh, we all caught our lemon. Yeah, that's pretty awesome there, man. That's really awesome. I've never really been out on a uh, like a paid trip like that. It's you know pretty I mean? cool. In big water. It, 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 if you're not scared of the water. Now, uh, I was probably 23, 24. The old man took, took us to uh, Myrtle Beach, and we went deep-sea fishing on on this charter boat. And it was, there was probably 70 or 80 of us on the boat. And we was like 10 miles off shore, and you couldn't see nothing. And probably three-quarters of the people on there they was wanting to go back to land. And we ended up getting caught in the middle of a fucking storm. So it was raining like cats and dogs. You couldn't really see off the side of the fucking boat. And I, I went down below to get out of the rain because it was raining so hard. And everybody down there, they was getting sick and they was ready to go home. That fucking boat was a rocking and a roll, man. It, it, it didn't bother me, but it, I could see why it was bothering them, you know what I mean? Because it was turning my stomach, too. Yeah, that's where I go wrong. I'm good until that point where I can no longer see land, and then I get a little bit antsy. Yeah, I'd say the waves was probably, they was probably fucking 15, 20 feet up tall. Yeah, that's that's enough to make you answer. Yeah, uh, w- once you went up on the wave, man, that's all you uh, all you see was the sky. I'm fucking coming out, boom! <laughs> well, that sounds kind of fun, though. Yeah, yeah. About like how uh, uh, what uh, Chutter Bob was saying the other night, how fishing is uh, pretty dangerous. It can be. Oh, yeah, big water fishing can be real dangerous. Yeah, since it was storming and shit, you know what I mean? And then when we was fishing before the storm, uh, I didn't really see anybody catching all that much. Some flounder and little baby sharks. When I was 16, yeah. uh, my dad and my stepmom went to Hawaii, and uh, my dad took a charter uh fishing trip there and uh he caught a blue stripe marlin about eight and a half foot long holy shit he give i got it now i got it hanging out in my garage that's right it's actually it's actually the replica of of what it caught because it was would have cost so much to get it shipped and he still paid like 10 times what what the fish the replica fish was of shipping That's I think you said he had like $3,700 in that fish. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I think I, at some right. point I would almost went to get it. It'd been easier to just uh, drive down and get it. <laughs> right? Yeah, because uh, they sent it to uh, Florida when it uh, hit the, uh, the states. Then it went to like four or five other places before it come up here uh, Ohio. That's crazy. Yeah, at least you got it. Yep. At least you got but, uh, it. 
Awesome, dude. Dad said uh, when he first got it, his butt pulled him over to the fucking side of the boat because he wasn't hooked in, strapped in or anything. Took him an hour and 25 minutes to reel it in. He said he was beat. I, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, the things are all muscle. I mean, oh, yeah. They definitely probably weighed a hell of a lot more than he did, right? Yeah, I can't, sure. I can't remember how much it, how much it weighed. Yeah, Have you ever uh, flathead fish? No, I haven't. That's no, real big know. here in Ohio on the Maumee River. Hmm. I've seen people. Yeah, I've never done a lot, a whole lot of river fishing. I, I've seen people pull some, uh, like, Fucking 60, 70 pound flatheads out of the ball meat. Damn. Fucking huge ass fish. That'd be a good time. Yeah, I've it, just done it, most. The people that, that I've seen catching them that, that size are catching them out of kayak. Oh, shit. Yeah. You go for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd make it pretty interesting, man. That's you know. I've only trying I've to only went out in my kayak once, and uh, I caught a uh, the biggest one I caught in my kayak was only like fucking sixteen pounder, and that was bad enough. That made me. I have fished on my kayak since. It, it, yeah, I'm you do need a like if you're fishing in a kayak, you do need a shorter pole. Having a regular yeah. uh, 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 12, 12 foot pole is just too fucking long. You can't get, your, you know what I mean? You can't bait your line or take the fish off. I ended up ruining a reel, dipping it in the goddamn river. Trying to get the fish something off. Else. Something else I've thought about buying this. Maybe this year, next year, is a couple kayaks. Got a lot of water it's around fun. me, and I never really realized how versatile them things are. To be honest oh, yeah. with you, oh yeah, I've I've been in water where it's only fucking knee deep and still be able to paddle as long as there, you know what I mean. The branches and shit down in there. Oh yeah. Uh, we get together sometimes and uh, we take uh, canoe trips go camping for the weekend good times right there man I, I would the like to get I've been, I, I use a hammock put a hammock up in the trees it's all, it, it's, oh, all no. it's all zips up it's like it's own fucking personal fucking tent in a tree Oh, yeah, I've seen them. I think I know what you're talking about there. Them things are pretty awesome. Yeah. They even got, like, rain guards and shit on them. What's that? They comfortable to sleep in? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I slept like a baby in it, man. Yeah, they definitely make some stuff nowadays to where uh, camping definitely isn't roughing it anymore. Oh, no. 
<laughs> you see them tents that pop up like on top of your ride? What's that? You see them tents that are made to like pop up on the top of your ride? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like on your uh, trucks and shit. Yeah, you can bolt them up like to your luggage rack and they like yeah, pull out yeah. and pop. Yeah, I was checking uh, my son on his uh, YouTube. He watches this one. That's all it is, is camp, uh, like campers and new school uh, off-road camping view. I was like, what are you doing watching this? I was like, what, what you trying to tell dad that I need to go get one of these? <laughs> but yeah, they're pretty They're pretty slick. I, I, I'd like to have one. Yeah. Uh, some camping. of them are pretty decent size. For sure, man. Yeah, that'd be the way to go, too. That'd be the good way to go, man. You wouldn't have to worry about animals or anything. Just fucking you crawl yeah. up on the ride. Probably take you out of the good good portion of like the mosquito zone, picking you up a little bit, I would think. Right, getting you away from the water. Yeah. Where are well, some hey, of your man, favorite I'm, places? I'm, uh, it's camp what's there. What's that? I was gonna. What were some of your favorite places to camp? Uh, here in Ohio, it was probably down in Hocking Hills in southern Ohio. It's big old state park. You do, uh, they got caves and shit down there. That'd be pretty cool. Check out some caves. I've been uh, hiking and camping down in uh, Kentucky. Tennessee, Indiana, a little bit in Michigan. Nice, nice, nice. So I'm guessing that. Uh, I wish I wasn't a felon so I could own a gun and be able to hunt. But I, I got a crossbow. I'm legal to have a crossbow. I ain't no good at it. Yeah, I've got one too, man. And they, shit, them things can be a fucking workout. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> them things, you're not. That's one reason why I haven't really practiced, practiced with it because it, it gets my shoulder and my neck after shooting, son of a bitch. That's the, that's the ass kicker, too, man. It's like you'd be better off hunting with that motherfucker, drawing it back like once. <sighs> <laughs> it's target right. practice. I'm done. Ass, <laughs> Bunk. Bunk. <laughs> An hour right. of that shit, man. You're whooped, man. You might right. as well went to the gym. <laughs> if I was up in the fucking tree stand, I will probably after shooting once, I would probably be able to climb my ass back down the fucking ladder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the one I got, it's for a a, a bigger guy. You know what I mean. No fucking draw on that son of a bitch, man. I can't even do it without using the the mechanical thing. Oh man, dude, I can I can tell you a little bit of a funny story about that. Is uh, I got the cross one of the crossbows I've got came in a fucking well. It was uh, I had to assemble that bitch. 
I had oh, to assemble shit. it, man. Fuck yeah. But that'd oh, be a pain in the ass. Whoo, I cannot even tell you how much of a pain in the ass it was. Oh, I bet, I dude. Mean, you put that bow in there and you bolt it down. You I can just, just imagine it. getting your fingers pinching them wheels. Oh, man, I smacked myself in the nuts. I don't know how many oh, times, man. Trying to <laughs> bolt with the rifle part a couple of times with it just breaking loose and fucking snapping myself. It was whew, probably about two hours of the most frustrating shit ever, man. It was oh, hell no. I probably would have took it to the shop and said, here you go. <laughs> Terrible experience. Terrible experience. They're fun, though, but, man. And yeah. You know what's funny here? It wasn't much after that. Is um, I my daughter, uh, youngest, likes to shoot bow and stuff, so she had she'd gotten a new bow too. We go out to practice like we we're talking about there, and I'm all like fucking feeling cocky and shit. Same shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, let's go out and do some shooting, honey. It's fucking like. I want to say like 10 shots into that crossbow, man. I was fucking done. She's all like, think, think. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, man, I might need to just go back to a bow. This is fucking ridiculous. (laughs) You can still run with that motherfucker. (laughs) Yeah, just as good. Just as good, too. Yeah, good times with the kids. Uh, well, I'll tell you, it's about that time, buddy. All right, man. I, I appreciate you coming. Done kind of early in the morning and shit. You've been more than gracious with your time, man. We're checking oh, in no, in two no and a half problem. hours right now. That my know. my little shithead. He he wakes up pretty early on weekends. Right on. Well, I think you know the routine, man, about the invitation for the wormhole. Please keep Matt the Zoom Pop, number. Having me on here, bro. Oh man, Mad Props for showing up, man. And this, since you did come on, you didn't do the gauntlet, man. Keep the Zoom number anytime there's a wormhole that you want to pop in on. You don't Fuck need yeah. an invitation. Man. Hit that Zoom link. Hell and yeah. Don't join us, man. Don't be a stranger. All right. The only, only thing I'd like to get from you before you go is, of course, that sound bite. So if you could, I'm recording anytime you're ready, man. I'm ready for your sound bite. Just I can't remember turn. what number. What episode is this? 333, that luck, lucky angel three, number. 333. Yeah. Uh, hell, I don't even know where to start. Oh, shit. Let me hear you say, uh, give me your your version. My version would be like, hey, this is Eagle, and I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle. Episode 333, okay. come check it out, okay. something like okay. that. All right, this is Mole Vision 420, coming at you, talking shit with Eagle. Episode 333. Oh, peace out, bless up. All of you have a blessed night. Have a good one. Oh, yeah. Thank you, my friend. I Thank greatly you, man. appreciate it. Thank you all the greatly family. Greatly appreciate it. I will, man. 
Have a great night. Stay lifted, brother. I will. Thank you guys for tuning in. This amazing episode with me and Mole Vision 420. Uh, hopefully you guys are going to come check out the, the wormhole here in a few minutes. Thanks again, Mole Vision 420, for helping us deliver another Friday night episode of fucking talking shit with Eagle. 875 people still watching. You guys are amazing. I can't thank you all enough. Well, I try to every night in the shout-outs, but it's not time for the shout-outs yet. But it is almost time for the wormhole. So, guys, use the restroom, fill your trays, get something to drink. Come on back for the wormhole. You guys know the routine. Please do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. Living, breathing example of that. So go out and have a good one. If you're not going to join us later, I greatly appreciate you guys. I am out of here.